What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Debbie Dev. And, and it's your girl, BZB. Well, up on. in this B's naive. I know we got a new mic, but don't be acting <laughs> funny in here. I know we got a new mic, but don't be acting funny. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Love Talk Podcast with Devin and Bianca. As always, I'm your lovely host, Bianca. And, and that's where I cut you off. <laughs> it's your boy, D. Devin, don't be doing that every week. I mean, you don't, don't be doing me. that every week. All right, what would you want to say, sweetheart? As always, I'm your lovely host, and here with me is my lovely co-host, Davin. Y'all be blessed, y'all. It's the end of the podcast. As always, we want to thank you guys so much for checking us out, man. We are overwhelmed by how much love we get from the podcast, so thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. But don't forget. Listen. What we want them to not forget. Don't forget to... Tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. We got to get these listens up. We want a million listens. Yeah. We trying to be content creators, y'all. Yeah. We trying to do this for y'all. Y'all see me bust Bianca up. I'm trying to feed my family. Y'all see me destroy (laughs) Bianca on the dance floor. Wow. Really? Y'all see what I I do. I requested a rematch like Roly. I mean, well, wow. And I was definitely (laughs) Javante because I knocked that ass out. No, if y'all haven't seen Devin, he he caught me off guard. First of all, let me give y'all a little backstory because Devin, first of all, we came in the house from shallow swim class, and Devin left my baby sitting by the door in her car seat wet, and I had to pick her up and comfort her. And <laughs> Devin gonna sit there and get the camera started talking about some come on, and I wasn't ready. Excuses. Roly was caught off guard. He wasn't ready. Roly wasn't caught off guard. Yes, he was. He ran right into that point. <laughs> so, we were recording this after the fight. <laughs> so, we had a great fight weekend. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, even it's all over your social media. Yeah, it definitely is. But it was a great weekend. So, uh, this episode, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to switch it up. Yeah, we're going to do check-ins. Because yes. mental health is super important. You guys yes. uh, going to school for psychology. Yes, yes, um, yes. And that's one of the biggest things that we learn in psychology classes is, like, mental health. All about mental health. All about, you know, checking in. All about getting help. And we talk about this. We've talked about this multiple episodes about talking to a therapist or a psychiatrist, talking to friends and family, getting that help that you need. Definitely. But, um, yeah, babe, you want to lead us off and let them know what we're talking about this week? Yeah, so a lot has been going on, of course. So we first, we want to send our thoughts and prayers to everybody involved in the school shooting in Texas. Um, we want to give our thoughts and prayers to everybody that was involved in the shooting in the grocery store in Buffalo. Yeah. And just our thoughts and prayers to everybody affected by any kind of violence, any kind of any loss of life, anybody that's going through a loss right now. We are here with you. We're praying for you. Yeah. We want the best for you. And if y'all need us, you know, we are one call away. Mm. All of our friends and family, even if you don't consider yourself friends and family of ours, you're always going to be a friend and family of, uh, we're going to, we always look at you as a friend and family. Yeah. So we're keeping y'all in our prayers. We pray for y'all every night. So, every night. Uh, we just want to do a check-in. Um, the reason why I wanted to do a check-in this episode, because I know you were crying, um, in the shower, uh, last week after yeah. the school shooting. So I just wanted to do a check-in with you. Like, how are you feeling with everything that's going on in the world? Well, first of all, it kind of hit home for me because, you know, I've been losing family members left and right this year. And you already know how emotional I am just over life in general. Like, I value life. Mm -hmm. I love the life that I'm living. Like, death is one of the scariest things to me. I know it's coming, but it's like the unknown is what scares me. 
Um, and just being a mom now and a wife now, and it's just like, wow, I never want them to do life without me and me mm-hmm. do life without them, you know? And so it's just scary for me. And to just hear the, the, the first shooting that happened in the grocery store, it's mm-hmm. like, wow. Like I read one guy was going to pick up a birthday cake for his son oh, so yeah. they can have a party. And it's like, do you not realize how much trauma that's going to cause his child in the future. So I don't know if it was his child's exact birthday, but that child may have trauma celebrating his birthday yep. every year moving forward. And he was only three years old to know daddy went to go get a cake and he never made it back home. Yep. Or all the grandmas and granddads and just people in general. So then to not even two weeks later have a school shooting of what were they? First graders or fourth, grade fourth graders, you know, whatever grade they were in. And they, I mean, just kids, they were babies. babies, you know. And so for me, that just hurt for the teachers who lost their lives um, trying to protect their classroom and save their classroom. And then one teacher husband died of a heart attack two days later. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like from a broken heart. And when I just heard the story and it was like more stuff coming out and the police took their time going into the classrooms. Like he spent 90 minutes in a classroom shooting kids up and y'all heard it. And the parents stood outside the the school hearing their kids be shot. But you go in and get your kids out. And I mean, as a parent, I can't say that I I completely disagree with the the cops because if I was in that position, it's like, oh my God, my my child, forget that I'm a cop. I got to get my kid out to school. So I get the parent aspect of it. But oh, it's just a sad situation but, overall. Yeah, but it's your civic duty, though. And, yeah, I, and, so I'm, let me, no, let no, me back up. And, no, no, let me just clear that yeah, up. Get canceled. <laughs> look, Devin, ready, y'all. But no, this is this is really serious and near and dear to my heart. So I'm not saying that I disagree. I, I'm not saying that I, you know, I don't blame the cops because I do. It's your civic or civil duty Mm -hmm. to make sure that you are protecting and serving the community. And do I think they were wrong for waiting 90 minutes? Yes. Do I think they were wrong for going in and pulling their children out before anybody else's when parents were outside crying and screaming? Yes. Um, However, the the play devil's advocate to decide, I get it as a parent, but I don't get it as a civilian Mm -hmm. where it's like you had that duty first. Especially when you want a clock and you're supposed to be you know, coming to protect and serve. Definitely. So it it just, I broke down, you know, last week, guys. I cried so bad. I was praying. I bust out crying. I was in the shower. I was crying. It it just hurt. Mm -hmm. It just hurt that that these uh, senseless killings are going on. These young kids, 18 years old, having access to these devices, these weapons that... I mean, I feel like I don't know where they're getting them from, but it just it hurts. It hurts so bad. Definitely. And I I feel the same way, honestly. Like, I was crushed when I seen this. And I remember the next day I went to school and one of my students was trying to talk about it. I'm like, I just can't process this right now. Yeah. Like, I understand you need to talk about it, but Mm -hmm. I just like I'm just not even in the headspace, especially when I was still really getting information about the Buffalo shooting. I'm Mm -hmm. seeing videos. It's like you can't even process one because now something else is going on. And it's like the copycats. It's like one happened and it's like, oh, well, this is a perfect time for me to do it because someone else just did it. And it's like just to see how he thought this out and he thought it was funny and he thought it was okay because he was texting his friends, telling his friends that he was getting ready to shoot his grandmother and then go shoot up a, a elementary school. 
So it's just, and I'm sorry, I know I cut you off, but mm -hmm. I mean, my heart has been aching. One, because I'm a mom now, mm -hmm. and I couldn't imagine that happening. But two, my husband is a teacher. He works in a school. Mm -hmm. And so while I know your school is a little bit more different than the public schools, it still makes me scared for you and your students and all the teachers that you work amongst. And it's just it's just a wild world that we're living in right now. And I just I'm having a hard time just understanding the thought process of these offenders. Definitely. And I mean, and I think that's the hardest part, even just. Uh, just being an adult in general, because, like, when you were a kid, like, we grew up in the Caliban era, mm -hmm. but Caliban didn't, it hit home, like, I was hurt with Caliban, but mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what, that, it, Caliban wasn't happening every day in a yeah. sense, but now it's like, man, I'm petrified to go to the grocery store, because you never know, especially in our community, like, we live in a nice community, but yeah. you don't know what you might run into, Yeah. so it's kind of, like, it's petrifying, so... Like I said, it, like from dealing with the grocery store shooting to the school shooting, it's like how do you process it? Mm -hmm. How do you like heal from something that like delete, like a fresh wound mm -hmm. in a sense? So with that being said, like how are you like handling this? Like what are you gonna do like to kind of mentally release yourself? Like I, my thing is I couldn't get on social media at all because yeah. it was like crushing me seeing when they posted all them fourteen sweet little baby faces mm. and then the teachers it's like it I'm hurt. Chills just talking about it just now. Like it, it's it hurt. And I know this is like we usually do fun podcasts, but mm -hmm. I mean I think it's important we touch on the realness too. Yeah and it's stuff that we need to talk about and check in. And mm -hmm. you know, for me it's um I just feel like I said, I feel cry I just I don't even have the words to explain what I'm feeling because I feel like the world is so screwed up right now. Like everybody is just out here just doing whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it's like life isn't even valued anymore. Parents is just letting their kids run wild. You know, parents, family members in general know that their children or their significant others or their friends are going through things and that's are that are battling issues mm -hmm. mentally and they not saying anything. Mm -hmm. They know that people are and I don't want to use the word crazy, but they know that people have inappropriate wild thoughts. They not saying nothing. Mm -hmm. And I know I said a couple of episodes ago, it's not our job to heal the world, right? You can't be there for everybody. You can't you know, always be the voice of the people. Sometimes you got to, like, I can't do deal with this and I got to disconnect, especially when it's a person that's constantly going through something, that's constantly in trouble. It's sometimes you want to take a step back, but it's like just how they they posted the text messages, I think, of the shooter for the, the kid, the elementary school. Mm -hmm. he, he was texting people, telling people what they were going to do, what he was going to do. He was harassing young women online, but nobody said nothing until after the fact because they thought he was just an online crazy person that was just trolling. Yeah. But really, he was mentally battling something. Mm -hmm. His mom made a comment like he had his reasons. You know, in her interview, she said, I, I, I'm just, I'm so sorry. Please accept this as an apology. You know, she made a sincere apology. And she's, she's like, he had his reasons. Like he was going through stuff. And so it's like, as a parent, if you know that, why don't you reach out and get your child the help that they need? If you know that he was stressed and depressed and he was going through a lot of issues instead of letting it get to this point. Definitely. Because she apparently knew that something was going on with him for her to make that statement. So it's just like, I don't blame the parents because he obviously made the decision to do what he did. 
But it's just like, wow, like, if you know that somebody is going through something, get them help. Talk to them. If you feel like it'll get to that point, because the first thing people always say is, I could never imagine that he would or that she would do that, you know? So. Well, and I think that goes into a deeper issue with the black and brown community. Mm-hmm. We don't look out for each other in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's like we, 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 of course, we like give stuff and we like support people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we don't really, we're not there for our children emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're there for them maybe financially. Like, Honestly, I'd rather have therapy than have Jordans, mm-hmm. in a sense. I'd rather my daughter be able to ha- go talk to somebody and work her problems out than have a Louis Vuitton book bag or whatever. But that stems from the issue that you just said, social media. Mm-hmm. We have so many parents that care more about what people think about how their kids look than parents that's actually invested. I can tell you right now, there's a lot of kids that's going on in the world that look... And this is no shame to people who dress their kids in nice things or whatever. But if you're going to invest in that type of money for their appearance, make sure they're mental matching. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of kids and adults walking around looking good, but mentally and emotionally, they ain't wrapped too tight. And it's because it's this social standard that we have to look a certain type of way. You look at these influencers... And half of them are crazy as hell. Like, they they will literally influence you to be one way and then get online and say, oh, I'm I'm, I'm suicidal or I'm going through this or mm-hmm. I'm going through that. And it's like, but you just told a whole bunch of just told a whole bunch of people that, you know, they need to be one way or they need to look a certain type of way or get online and call them broke or get online and make it seem like the average nine to five person ain't living right because they doing nine to five, but yet y'all be stressing yourself out. And so for me, it's just, you know, I think social media is just, it's part of the reason why this this world is going to shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I think what Lauren Hill said was kind of best. Like, how you going to win when you ain't right with them? Mm-hmm. A lot of people need that internal healing in a mm-hmm. sense. A lot of people have that childhood trauma that ain't never get fixed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got that church trauma that ain't never been fixed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that, oh, cool, well, it, it will work itself out. Mm-hmm. God will fix it. God mm-hmm. ain't going to fix it if you don't bring it to mm-hmm. him. And I'm not, like, once again, I'm not about to make this a churchy podcast. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it's part of what's going on mm-hmm. in the world. You know, religion is used to... Oh, you know, God, you know, will heal all things and God will do this. And while I do believe that's true, you have to be able to take certain things to God. Just like you have to be accountable Mm -hmm. for the way you're feeling. If you know that you're thinking about something and it's like, dang, this ain't really a good thought. Or you're feeling something like, wow, why am I feeling this or thinking about this? You need to go get help. If you know that somebody hurt you and you having a hard time really processing it and getting over it and... What, you need to go get help. You yep. need to talk to somebody. Because this is why these parents are killing their children in these mass shootings. And, I mean, these it's just it's a lot going on. It really is. Definitely. So, I know we, we that was like a really intense 15 minutes right there. So yeah. What, can, what do you do as Bianca? What do you do to kind of release your mind from all the, the, the stress and drama of the world? Um, really what's been helping me, if you haven't noticed me saying like, babe, I'll go walk with you. Like when you take the dogs out in the mm-hmm. evening, like let's go for the, for a family walk. Let's yep. get some fresh air. Um, I realized when I get fresh air, I just, I'm able to kind of calm my nerves a little bit. Being in the house and just listening to the, the, the news and getting on social media, it's a lot. 
So for me, being able to get some fresh air, or I might just go to Target. You know, I ain't never going to turn down the Target run. With a little Starbucketos. With a little Starbucketos on the side. So I'll go to Target, and I might not even need anything for Target, but just being in a place like that, a, a place that I like to be in, um, and spending money, it just makes me feel good, you know? Um, but then on the other side of that, I get nervous because it's just like, oh gosh, what if somebody come up in Target? How am I going? Where's all the exits? And how am I going to stop my baby from crying if she's scared? Will they come walk up? So it's like I start thinking about these type of things and I shut down. But I talk to my friends. I talk to you. Yep. I've been going outside a little bit more and just getting fresh air. Uh, and yeah, I, I've been trying to detach from social media a little bit. I was just telling you over the weekend that you'll say, excuse me, you'll say, did you see X, Y, and Z? And I'll say, no, I haven't even been on social media today. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I've been trying to detach from social media and focus on what's important to me, like my family, my baby, um, career, you know, what am I going to do with my career and things of that nature. So Definitely. what about for you? How do you detach? I mean, kind of like what you said, I do take the dogs out on walks. I listen to a lot of music. Mm -hmm. um, I've been listening to like a lot of podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, I need to get more into that. Podcasting is... Like, First of all, babe, you turned me on to the pod life. I ain't even gonna lie. Like before you, I never listened to a podcast. It's, like it's so good because you can learn so much. Like right now, I'm listening to a podcast with Jamie Foxx, mm -hmm. and he's just talking about how like he grew up in like a segregated town, mm -hmm. and his grandmother was like, "You should definitely like don't ever turn your money, turn your back against like the money mm -hmm. if, if that is gonna help you get into the door." Because mm -hmm. he's talking about how you did a performance at like this all white party, mm -hmm. like not white clothes, but like white people party, mm -hmm. and it was like they didn't even want him in there because he was black. But he did such a good job. Everybody was like giving them tips and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, it's a lot of good, useful information. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you heard the saying they said if you want to hide something from somebody, put it in a book. Mm -hmm. So I've been listening to like a lot of audio books. I just listened. To, I just finished listening to Rick Ross' book. Uh, yeah. Uh, a perfect day to boss up mm -hmm. because like I'm going to put myself in a mindset where it's like, Hey, I want to be successful, not just for myself, but yep. for my family. Yeah. I would love for my wife to be able to like, just be at home and like really perfect, perfect her makeup artist craft. Mm -hmm. I'll be able to, I want her to be, be able to protect Shiloh and be home with her mm -hmm. and possibly homeschool her. If that's what I, I like, babe, that's been on my mind so much. Yeah. It's just like, I always get nervous at the fact of like at the fact of oh my goodness will my baby be socially awkward if that's the route we decide to go but then i have to think about it we make friends going swimming yep. we'll make so many friends going to the park yep. and doing different things but it's like as a parent we're not living in the same times that we once were mm. so for me raising children it's going to look well i should say for us raising children it's going to look a lot different for me like I might not be able to put her in public school or private school. And this, and a lot of my friends say, Bianca, you can't think like that. You can't stop living. I'm not not living, but I just can't put myself in situations that could possibly cause harm. Definitely. If I know that, and I'm not saying keeping us isolated, but I know that if I can control as much as I can control, I'm going to control it to make sure my family is safe. You know? Definitely. So, so yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's super important too. So that's where my mind is. Like my mind, every time something bad happens, I, my, my mind refocuses. Uh, hey, what can I do to keep my family safer? Mm -hmm. What can I do to put make sure my family doesn't have to worry about being put in situations yeah. that could possibly harm them or harm others? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I think that's like super important. Just being able to, like to kind of refocus your attention and like, and of course, 
my thoughts and prayers are always with people that's hurting. Yeah. I'm never going to yeah. like be so selfish or self-centered yeah. that I'm not thinking of others. But at the same time, it's like, hey, now that I've seen what happened, like, what can I do to put my family in a better position, in a safer position? Yeah. So, I mean, that that's kind of like how I take negative things and kind of turn them into the positive in a mm-hmm. sense. But, uh, I mean, a lot of time it is, it is about disconnecting from social media. Yeah. My algorithms at this point is literally nothing but boxing and basketball. Yep. Because that's all I look up is boxing and basketball. Yep. I don't care about the what rapper shot who. Yep. I don't care about which rapper got locked up. That's none of my business. Yep. Like, I don't got time for negativity. Mm-hmm. If it's not about sports and it's not about my family and... Yep. Like that's it. Really doesn't matter in my yeah. Like, I agree. I agree. That's and, how my algorithms are. Is it's like makeup, mm. clothes, uh, baby clothes, <laughs> all these baby ads. <laughs> um, it's just it's things like that because it's like I'm I'm trying to change the way I think. I'm yep. trying to change what I spend my time on. I can't remember what artist said it. Um, it might have been the. Not the game. It might have been Kevin Gates, and he said something about, like, spending so much time. Like, we don't have time. No, it wasn't a rapper. I'm lying. It was, um, who's the boxer the, uh, that all the guys are through? Um, Mayweather. Uh, Mayweather, yeah. And he said, you spend so much time scrolling through social media. He's like, you know, we sleep on average six to eight hours out of the day. So now we only get 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Out of those 24 hours, you're sleeping six to eight. So now you're in the teens with how many hours you mm-hmm. have. What are you going to do with that time that you're up? You got to work eight hours. You got to so work eight hours. 16 hours already. Right. So it's like yeah. you sleep eight hours, you work eight hours, 16. And then what you have, eight hours for leisure or mm-hmm. something like that? Something like that. Something like that. that. So he made a good point because it's like, dang. My phone literally told me last week, on average, I spent eight hours a day looking at my screen. I mean, that's my, your whole workshop, so that makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Somebody need to be paying me to be on social media. I I'm mean, just content saying. creators. I'm just saying. I need to get on it. Like, if I'm going to be spending that much time, it needs to be worth my while um, versus me just scrolling, looking at a bunch of ignorant stuff that, that's mm-hmm. not going to enhance my way of thinking, that's not going to in, in, improve my mood, that's not going to add any enhancements to my life. And, you know, like I, I was saying, getting back and no shot at the, the influencers, but I do feel like they put so much trash out in the world. Mm-hmm. It really makes it hard for people. And I mean, you could say all day long it's, it's not the influencers fault because they're not they're not role models or anything, but that's their job to influence. And so the- when you constantly keep saying you got to dress like this, look how many times everybody said, oh, I need that Telfler bag or I need this or I need that. It's because. Of what? Because they keep seeing it mm-hmm. on their timeline. They keep hearing about it. And I feel like they influence the kids too, which makes it bad. It's which bad makes when, it bad, yeah. It's bad when fourth graders want to act like they're 25 or yep. 21. Yep. It's like, yo, enjoy that. Enjoy being 10. Enjoy being 11. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be fast. You don't mm-hmm. have to... Like, but the kids is getting it from the parents because the parents is following these younger influencers. Let me get canceled real quick. You go know ahead, why? Go off, babe. That's Sound because off. the babies are having babies. And they're leaving it to their grandmother to raise the baby. And the grandma's giving the baby a tablet or an iPad to raise them. Mm-hmm. Or in, in that's where it kind of, everything kind of gets messed up. Yep. Like, I think it's important that we, we establish, like, uh, good, mm-hmm. you know, good boundaries and good... Good everything, good morals into your child. Yep. Like for Shala, like, I'm like, hey, respect yourself. Don't let anybody just come up and kiss you. 
No, like I don't care if that's your uncle, whoever. No, you don't. They don't kiss you. And if you don't want to do it, you say you don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to, and that's why I say I will never be. I remember growing up, I had no choice but to be. I don't understand how I ain't an alcoholic or whatever Mm -hmm. because that's all that was around me growing up, and I ain't have a choice if I wanted to go over my drunk grandmother's house. And I'm very open and honest about my grandparents Mm -hmm. and my family's history when it comes to alcoholism. And drug addiction. But it's like, I didn't have a choice Mm -hmm. but to sit around that because my parents were younger parents. And no shot at my parents. They did the best that they could. But it was like, oh, that's my mom. Bianca, you're going to sit down there. And I'm like, well, I don't want to because they make me uncomfortable because of, well, you don't have a choice because you're a child. And you're going to do what I say you're going to do. And me, I've always been different. So, like I said, I don't understand how I didn't grow up to be something different. But, you know, I just influence can be it can be a killer. And I feel like that's why you have a lot of these social media influencers taking their lives and just just or battling severe depression just because they they don't know. They Mm -hmm. don't understand. And they're trying to be something they're trying to influence a community and them themselves don't know yep. what to do, you know? That's so true. Yeah. It, it just shows you that mental illness can affect anybody, mm-hmm. you know? And it starts, it usually starts at the top when they say more money, more problems, mm-hmm. but those are the influencers. They had the money, but they had more problems. And then they influence a community of people that don't have money who already have problems. Mm-hmm. And so you have people that are middle-class or lower-class that's barely making it, but they're trying to be like these influencers, and then they are getting even more, mm-hmm. you know, into this. It's a cycle. Yeah. It's a cycle of, of depression to regression. Anxiety, regression, <laughs> yeah. Like, depression to regression, yeah. and then you make it, and then it's depression to, re- you know, yeah, and it's it just, just like a life cycle. That, exactly. So, I mean, I think that's important. So, with that being said, what morals are you going to, like, install in Chalo so, like, she doesn't have to worry about keeping up with the Joneses, you know, and telling your last name, <laughs> the, the old last My name. My maiden name. Yeah. Um, no, one thing about me, and I think this is something that you even kind of fell in love with me about, mm-hmm. is my I'm I'm different than what's around me. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say I'm the little black sheep of my family because they all going in one direction and I be over here saying and doing whatever I want. My whole thing that I'm gonna that I I hope to instill in my daughter is that listen, you are a woman, but more than anything, you are a black woman in a country that don't love and respect you. So you do what you want to do, you you get educated. You know your stuff. You protect yourself at all costs. Don't be out here. Like, I, I, I'm i around so many people that are just so unaware of their surroundings. They're so unaware and fall victim to online BS. Like, be aware of everything that can affect you. Yep. Um, I want to share stories with her and tell her about, like, my upbringing in hope that, that that will inspire her to be better than what I was growing up as a young woman yeah. and as a kid because and not to scare her but to say hey listen this could have been mommy mm-hmm. this could have been a, this situation but i want you to be better than that Definitely. i want you to do better than that and just showing her i think again that influence showing her how to be and though you know and and presenting her with positive influences 
and being, you know, practicing what we preach. If we say, Shallow, don't do this because this is that and the third, or do this because, hey, listen, if you go to school and get your degree, you could be put in positions like this, mm-hmm. but we got to make sure we in positions of power or positions of whatever it is that we're trying to show her mm-hmm. so that she can understand, like, wow, my mom and my dad got their degree, and they both got nice jobs, and from... How whenever I can remember in all the pictures, we always lived in nice places and we always again is not about the materialistics, but wow, we always drove nice cars and my parents, yeah, they they might have started off a little rough, but they always made a way yep. for us to live in a great situation. They always even with healthy marriages, right? You know, they always presented a healthy marriage in front of me, and that's what I want when I get mm. older. And she'll know what kind of man to I want somebody like my dad because he mm-hmm. always respect my mom. You know, mm-hmm. you have to practice what you preach and you have to put good. You have to be a good influence for your kids because they soak up everything. Yep. That's so true. And I think that's why even with me, just like I try to be the man that I want my daughter to date mm-hmm. when when it comes to you. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to hold the door before you. Mm-hmm. Um, even the other day, you kind of got on me because you like, when the last time you walked on the outside? I'm like, oh, man, I forgot all the... Yeah, because so, that ain't been slipping lately. Hey, this has been a real <laughs> good podcast. I'm messing up, man. No, but babe, when we first started talk, dating, mm-hmm. you did not play. You walked on the outside of the curb. You know, if cars were coming, you would swap places with me. You always open my doors and stuff like that. Pull my chairs out. You're just very romantic. I'm on your life insurance now. So your boy's trying to get that bag. Hey. (laughs) I'm joking. Are you on my life insurance yet? Wow. Have you seen any documentation? Because I was on the phone call when you added me. Wow. (laughs) Y'all be blessed, man. That's the end of the podcast, man. (laughs) No, no, guys, seriously. But no, in a serious note, like, yeah, so, like, even with that, though, it's like, okay, I do got to step up. Yeah. I got to do, because yeah. sometimes we do get comfortable. And I think even with my parenting skills, I don't want to get comfortable in a sense. I don't yeah. want to. That's even, why I be shaking you up, like, babe, I need help. But I be tired. No, I'm joking. But, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother, I, that's another topic for another day. You see what happened was. Mm, you just made a bed for yourself. Now, you getting ready to have to lay in it. And you'll find out next week what she's talking about. Because that's <laughs> going to have to be another po- topic. So, no, but on a serious note, like, I mean, I think sometimes we get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And even with, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, even with the social media stuff, we get so comfortable. We see everybody else doing something. And then we want to do it. Mm-hmm. We see other people, like... I'm not, I'll be 100% honest with you. Getting my degree was the hardest thing I ever had to do, mm-hmm. especially every graduation season. I would look at people graduating. I'm like, dang, how did he graduate? I know I went to more classes mm-hmm. than they went, mm-hmm. and I'll get depressed. And I'm like, bro, like, I'll delete my social media. So I think that's just super important. That sometimes it's okay to disconnect. It's okay to refocus and reshift. Like, when it comes to loving my wife now, like, that's my priority. I'm going to love on her. I'm going to protect her, and I'm going to provide for her. I think sometimes we get too comfortable when we slip up. And, you know, sometimes it's okay to kind of get, like, shaken up and get right back on your grind. So, I mean... To I, shift gears here, I do have a quick question well, about... 30 info. more minutes already. Yeah, here, babe, so. don't be counting. This I mean, no uh, I got to edit this, and then I got to produce oh, it. Oh, please. But to shift gears a little bit, speaking of influence, is that why you asked for those hoochie daddy shorts? Wow. First of all, I got beautiful legs. <laughs> and, you know, I was going to be a stripper, but I don't want them to... Idolize my body because it's so beautiful. Should we show them the golden picture? I think that would be hilarious. So if you want to see the golden picture, you got to listen to this whole podcast. Yeah. And you got to DM the Love Talk podcast <laughs> on Instagram. 
and say golden pictures. Show me the golden picture. Yes, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. That's how I know if y'all really listening to the podcast mm-hmm. or not. And I, we will show you the golden picture. Devin's golden picture. Bianca mom loves this picture. and I'm surprised she haven't made it her screensaver. I me. honestly would delete her phone. Like, everything <laughs> off her phone will be deleted. But uh, no, we will release the golden picture. But you got to listen to the podcast. Man, let's make it more fun. And you got to promote the podcast, too. Please, guys. Come on now. Because this picture ain't just for everybody. <laughs> this is my moneymaker picture. So, I mean, come on, y'all. Show me some love. But, yes, uh, show Dev some love, y'all, with this golden picture. It's it's, it's going to be worth the laugh. It's hilarious, trust me. honestly. So, yeah. I think that was a great episode, babe. Yeah. What'd you think? I mean, I think it was a great episode as well. I think all of our episodes are great, but I think just kind of shifting this week to a more serious serious because you are not alone. If you're feeling some type of way, you are not alone. I'm here to tell you that the world is awkward right now. It is really awkward. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many of us are facing depression, anxiety, just sad for no reason, sad for every reason. You know what I mean? So you are not alone. Um, if you're feeling any type of way, if you need new friends, I don't know if you guys already know us or don't know us, but if you just need somebody just to talk to, just to vent, don't. listen, we are here to talk. Devin and I are probably some of the funnest people you will ever come across, and it's really hard for us, but we wake up every day with the intention that, you know what, we're going to smile. We're going to try well. to be better, and it's okay if you're not. Like I am here to tell you. If you're not okay, it is okay to not be okay. And you don't have to pretend and act like you're okay for the world. I think that's where a lot of people get, like, I, I feel like that's the biggest thing is when people act like they're okay and they're really not. So if you're feeling like today isn't the day for you to give yourself or give it 100%, don't. Do what you can do the best you can with that little bit of whatever percentage you can give and keep it moving. Definitely, 100%. And I think that was beautiful. I, yeah. think, I think you ended that perfectly. Yeah. Just give it your all. That's all you can do. Give, so. it, give it whatever you have. It yep. doesn't have to be a If you can only give 1%, give that 1% and let it be the best 1% you ever gave and then try again the next yep. day. And guess what? If the next day you can only give 5%, it's a stepping stone from yesterday and you, you do what you can with that 5%. How can I step this one if you went from 10% to 5%? I said 1% to 5 Oh, my bad. I wasn't listening. Right, right. <laughs> per usual. Wow. So, yeah, guys. So, thank y'all so much for listening. The yes. new mic. It's the new mic episode. Oh, yeah, guys. Tell us how we sound. Devin and I have invested in a new mic. It's really cool. And we did a couple of test runs, and we think it actually sounds really good. But y'all let us know. Y'all right. the ones that listen to us. So y'all let us know how the new mic sound, if you like it, if you don't like it, if we need to turn the volume up, turn it down, because I know sometimes I can be a little loud, and so can Devin. All the time. Hello. I know you is not talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We love you guys. We love you guys. We love you guys. We ask that you guys share, share. Like, like, comment, comment subscribe, subscribe, repost, repost, whatever it is, tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go. Yeah. And uh, show us some love. And thank you for listening to the, 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 the Love Talk Podcast. Mm, you want something different today? A baby. Oh. <laughs> and bye.